What is up, SanFam? It's an amazing opportunity to be back with you yet again for another episode of Talking with Sam, y'all. Let me tell you, today's episode really brings joy to my heart because I get to talk to a person who I've known for 16 years. When it comes to my relationship with a lot of friends who've been in church or Christianity for a while, Tiffany has been one of the most consistent people I've known. So, y'all, it's going to be good. That's all I can say right now. So go ahead, grab me something to eat, grab me something to drink, and let's talk, because you're talking with Sam and Tiffany Huzar. What is up, y'all? It's your boy Sam here from Talking with Sam, y'all. Let me tell you about a product that I've been using for years now, y'all. You've heard me talk about it on the show a couple of times, talking about Ooh La La Skincare. Yes, that's Ooh La La Skincare, y'all. I love it so much. It makes me feel amazing. You know, when I was growing out my beard, I literally needed something that was going to let my beard grow strong, but also gave it the uh, look that it needs. Y'all know, y'all fellas know about those beards. Yep, yep. And you still this, you know about your hair come on you can put it in your hair and also like if you want to exfoliate they have a sugar scrub for you they have lip balm they have so many different items that y'all i can't even tell you all of them so go ahead go over to do you to get yours today again that's do you that's d-o-u-o-o-h-l-a-l-a.com and get yours today and be sure to let them know you're part of the sam fam so, Sam fam, it's an amazing opportunity to be sitting here and talking with one of my dear friends, the only woman on this whole earth who I came close to marrying, none other than Tiffany Huzar. Tiffany, welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I'm not really sure if it's a compliment when you say I'm the only girl that you came close to marrying. I'm going to take that as a It's as a definitely compliment. a compliment. <laughs> well, I there are others who tried to come close. But none compared to you. Like, you're such oh. a... Oh, my goodness. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. Yo, like, it, it's an honor to have you. You, like, like you literally, like, you're one of the pure heart, most pure-hearted person, people I know in the world. And, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You've had a lasting impact on my life in a positive manner where some other people, like, not <laughs> people who I've, like, talked to or dated, like, but just people in general who have kind of, like, left, like, a... They started out good, but they left like a negative impact. And for you, man, like you've been consistent a hundred percent. I'm so humble. Thank you so much. So I'm Tiffany, so like, who are you? Like, where are you from? Who like your tell us about your family, job, like et cetera. Like tell us about Okay. It. So I uh, my name is Tiffany Huzar. I am the mother of two perfect boys, um, Lennox and Sloan. Um I um, I reside um, in North Carolina, where me and my husband have been married for seven years, um, and together we're trying to build our empire together. <laughs> so I love it. Yeah, I love it. Like one of the, like one of the things I told my friends about you, I was like, I was like, this lady is a queen, and her husband treats her like a queen. Yes, and- yes. Well, every king needs a queen, and I'm just thankful that I found my king. <laughs> hey, I'm glad that you did too. I'm happy that like you can see that y'all are happy, like the two of you. And so, well, you know, it's something when you put God in the middle of your relationship that tends to. No, don't get me wrong. There's things that I do that irks his nerves. There's things that he does that works my nerves. But at the end of the day, our common denominator is God. And when we can't agree on anything else, we have that firm foundation to go on. And that's what keeps us. 
Like, you know, like that's great that you have, like, you're able to come to a place where the two of you and you're able to like say, Hey, this is what we stand on no matter what. Right. Yes. And I, that's one thing that I will say is that I encourage anyone who is looking for a helpmate for, you know, that lifelong partner that your common ground needs to be the word of God and it needs to be God because there are going to be tons of things that you guys agree, disagree, you know, have different views on. But at the end of the day, when you have a firm foundation in God, there's really nothing you can't get through. And I'm lucky enough to have found that in my husband. He's amazing. I'm so thankful. I'm so blessed. And I can't imagine my life without him. Um, and my perfect boys. I'm, I'm a boy mom all day, every day. And <laughs> I love it. I do have a girl dog. Her name is Jersey May. And, um, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I don't ever, I never thought I would be a dog lover, but here I am rocking it. <laughs> Yo, like, you are rocking it. Like, yeah. what, are some of your, what are some of your hobbies and like, or things you love to do? So I am a people person. I love networking, meeting new people and getting to know what makes people them. I also um, enjoy um, doing all the things with my kids. I am a boy mom. Like I said, um, you know, Saturdays you can find me baseballing, a base at a baseball field, screaming, hollering. Um, I'm also a snacker. Anyone who knows me know, knows that I love a good snack. Um, you can also find me somewhere um, on a couch with some pajamas on, eating a snack because snacks are life. Let's be let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Like so, like that. If anybody doesn't know, like me, Tiffany and I met at church. And Tiffany, can you believe it's been 16 years now? I feel old. That's what yeah. I feel. I feel old. <laughs> I, not only do you, I, I definitely do. And yeah. like I said, Tiffany, like you like have been one of them in the last 16 years, you've been one of the most consistent people. And even in times whenever I didn't love myself, you say, Hey Sam, you are worth life. You're worth your life is worth having. You are important. And you right, absolutely unconditional love yeah. that some people were using the the what was supposed to be positive as negative and right and so like that being said when you hear the word love what do you think of think of god and i think of um because he loved us so much that he gave his you know ultimately he gave his life for us and i think of if he could love us that much to give it all i mean who am i to just turn the other cheek or turn you know to look another way because I may disagree with someone or their lifestyle. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. Sometimes love is disagreeing. Sadly it is. I love that phrase. Love is disagreeing. Yeah. Cause like it also goes back to the Bible verse. Um, love covers a multitude of sins. Absolutely. And like, you know, sin, like, you know, a lot of times people don't realize like sin is just a disagreement. Like, Hey, we disagree that this thing is good or bad. Right. And so like with love covering it, no matter what happens, it's like, hey, I still got you here. Like you can right. Well, beyond love, it's the blood, the blood that God shed. That's what covers us. And you right. know, it was his blood that, you know, that showed us that his love, you know. And oftentimes I I tell people, you know, they ask me, Tiffany, how what is it that drives you to love so much, to do so much things? And I I let them know, you know, because when I was unlovable, and trust me, there are times where, you know, I'm I you know, I have my flaws and I have my, my things where, you know, people, 
you know, we may or may not agree or disagree on certain things, but at the end of the day, I can, you know, humbly say that, okay, we're going to agree to disagree because I love you so much. It's not worth having the last word. And sometimes you have to remember that you don't always have to let, you don't always have to leave um, people with a word. Sometimes, honestly, I, um, me and my husband, if anything my husband has taught me, one of the main things he's taught me is silence cannot be misquoted. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, we're always trying to get a word in. We're trying to say this. We're trying to say that. And sometimes you just be being still and letting the Lord work on your behalf speaks louder than anything that you can say. And in this season of my life, that's what I'm trying to do because Lord, let me just tell y'all, with these gas prices, there's a lot that I want to say, but I just, you know, bring it on back. Bring it on back. <laughs> Hey, I just want to make sure I heard heard you right. You said silence cannot be misspoken. Mm-mm. Silence cannot be misquoted. Like misquoted. I love that because at the end of the day, that's such a powerful statement. Because like your silence is not saying anything that's going to be positive or negative. It's just there. Well, your silence is your your silence is you speaking. That is your quote. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. a lot of times, you know, when you don't have the words to say, the best thing is not to say anything because you don't want you speaking out of anger or frustration or hate, even hate, I'll use the word hate, to define or dictate you, you know? And sometimes that's what we do. We, you know, we're so quick to say what's on our mind, but sometimes we don't. We need to we need to stop and we need to think and we need to process. Um, and, you know, me, I, I, I'll admit it. There are so many things that run through my mind that just come out my mouth and I'm like, Lord, help me. Um, and, you know, the Bible says, to, it says that you can be angry, but it also says to sin not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. our tongue, our tongue can do a lot of damage. And, you know, as much as damage as it does, I want to spread the love and show the love because, you know, I didn't, I don't think I really comprehended how much God loved me until I had my kids. And, you know, at that moment, after all the pain and all the contractions and all the, you know, the waiting game, I thought none of it mattered. When they put those boys in my arms, it was all worth it. And that's what God, that's what God is telling us. He's saying, you know, you guys are tripping over life things and you're doing stuff, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Once once we get to heaven, Sam, we're not gonna we're not gonna ask God, why did I go through these tribulations and why did this person not like me or that? We're not. We're going right. to we're just going to be thankful that we're in. We're going to be like, man, these, these streets are gold. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, I'm going to be like, Hey God, where is the table for the food? Because that's what I want. I'm, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Like you just literally like put out a lot of like powerful, like things that you can like apply to your life every day. Cause like yeah. a lot of times, you know, we talk about some of the principles in our lives that we don't, know how to and i love the fact that you gave us the tools to do it and yeah. thank you for that and like uh, you know like when you when you said all that with love now you tell us what it is and how we can use it what is the effect of love the effect of love is you you know you your witness your witness a lot of times you know um a lot of times it's not what people where it's not what people you know say honestly it's it's how you live and you know a lot of people don't want to know 
what you're saying, they want to know how you're acting it, you know? And me and my husband are a firm believer is in, there's so many things that we do and there's so many, you know, people that we impact that we don't broadcast because guess what? It wasn't for us to do that, to get credit because it's not about, it's not about being on a pedestal or being shown. It's about being there for people. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you're doing stuff out of love, you don't want the applause. Like, I don't want it. I just want people to know that I genuinely care about you. Like, I'm thinking about you. I want you to know that you don't have to do this alone, you know? And sometimes that's all it takes is for you to let people know that they're on your mind and you're thinking of them. And it it goes, it goes, it goes a while, you know, and it, it lasts and it's an impact. You know what I mean? And that's one thing I will say is consistency is the key. Um, when you're consistent, um, then people, you know, pe- people know real. And that's the good thing. Um, they can tell if you're real or if you're not. So, you know, with the help of God, I just pray that I continue to let my light shine. Well, definitely, like, I can definitely tell you the impact of love that you've had on my life. Like, there were moments whenever I was in, like, really dark places. And, like, out of nowhere, I get this, like, Facebook message, like, hey, just sending you love, let you know that you, I'm always here for you. And I'm like, this chick doesn't even know what's going on in my life. She doesn't know that I'm literally sitting in the corner crying, bawling my eyes out. But that love literally the the act of love was shown and I may, I've never publicized it. And like at the end of the day, I know if anything happened, who I can call. So like the effect of like how you say, Hey Sam, you know what? I may not agree with what you do. I may not even like, you may make me mad, Sam, but here is the love. And I'm going to say, Hey, Whenever you're ready to talk, I'm here. And which is an right. important thing. Absolutely. That is that is our, you know, the Bible tells us to love thy neighbor. And it doesn't say love thy ways. It says <laughs> love thy neighbor. You know what I mean? And just because I disagree or I don't, you know, our views are different, that does not, that does not dictate or, you know, it doesn't change the fact that God still created you. And God still loves you. And, you know, sometimes we need to get the image out of our mind, how we think people should be. And remember that God is the ultimate judge and that God has the final say. And if we put our trust and faith in him, then guess what? If I'm praying for you the way that I need to be, then God's going to tell me what to pray for you for. And that is, that is one thing that I, that I tend to do when I minister is I just let people know. I don't need to know the details. I don't, I don't want to know. Actually, a lot of times it's better not to know and just to pray a hedge of protection over them because then they're not feeling judged and they're not feeling like, Oh, she feels pity for me, you know? So trust me, my life wasn't perfect. I'm not perfect. I strive daily. Um, that verse, give us this day, our daily bread. I'm taking a, a, I'm taking a bite of the bread every day, just enough for the next day. So you know, th- we're all on a journey, you know, and if I could help, that's what I want to do, you know? Like that, that's amazing. And I definitely can tell you as a partner, who, a person who's affected by your love, thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being authentic with it. Oh my word. I'm so humble. Thank you so much. Like, I know like, it seems like I'm like blowing you up, but no, in the, in the reality of life, you know, like just, like just being real, I've had some negative experiences, especially when it comes to people who are, church people are Christians. Like, you know, I've had some like people who like, you're like, Hey Sam, I don't like you stay away from me. And one of the uh, key things you've done, you like say, Hey Sam, I mean, I like certain things about your life, but at the end of the day, you're a person. Right. And you're like, Hey, I'm still here for you. Come chill with me at the church. You know, like all of us would love to see you. Like you never 
literally judged. Like, well, no. I, I honestly feel like, you know, sometimes we we forget that the Bible also speaks of such were some of you. And just because I may not be in the same sin, I still, you know, I still fall short every day. And me judging you, guess what? I'm in the same boat as you. Not yeah. you in general, but I'm in the same yeah. boat as whoever with sin because I'm judging, you know, and the Bible says to cast off our stone, you know, look upon yourself. And, you know, a lot of times I ask God, please don't change them. God, change my outlook, change me, change my eyes. Maybe it's me, you know, and going back to what you said about the church, I think what people also need to remember is the church is not a building. We, the, the church is a body. And if you find a, a part of the, the church or a building of the church that has offended you, you know, it, I just always advise people to find another building or find another part of the church because we are the body of the church. And, you know, it's kind of, we're just a big family and there's some cousins, some aunts, some uncles that drive you crazy, but guess what? You just distance yourself from them, but that does not, I've always said that one bad apple isn't going to make Tiffany stop eating from the apple tree. I just won't pick that apple up again, but that's not going to make me not pick from that tree. So I encourage anyone who has, who has, or who's dealing with church hurt, just find another church that is teaching and helping you grow, um, spiritually and physically, um, with the word of God and examine your heart. I encourage you not I, I encourage you to find someone that can minister to you and you to be submissive under a pastor. My pastor is the best thing that has ever come. And he tells me like it is, you're right, you're wrong. Let's pray about it. Let's work together. I agree with you. I don't agree with you. It's all out of love. And that's the thing is sometimes love is no. And we don't like to hear the word no. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. it's like that sometimes. Um, I would say, I will say like, you do have a, like a really good pastor. Like your pastor has consistently shown me love as well. Like, you know, pastor sister acres are amazing people. Like they right. are amazing people. And I'm happy to say that like they have influenced my life in a positive way as well. That's so great. And I love them because, you know, they will be the first to say, you know what? I haven't dealt with what you're dealing with. I, I don't know what it's like to be in your shoes, but what I do know and what I can do for you is pray for you. And guess what? That's the thing that people don't understand is I don't have to be in your shoes to say a prayer for you. Because guess what? Sympathy, hurt, um, frustration, it's all in different. You may have different situations, but a lot of times the feelings are still the same. You know what I mean? I still mm -hmm. feel the same way being hurt. I still feel the same way, you know being disappointed in something. And I know how that makes me feel. Yeah. I might not be in your shoes, but I don't have to be in your shoes to pray for you. Like definitely question for you. How can a person fall in love with themselves in a positive manner? Cause you know, like sometimes we're so down on ourselves and like we only see the negative, but like how can we fall in love with ourselves? Not saying we got to be conceited, but like begin to love who we are as people. Well, I would first say that before you can, fully love anyone else you have to love yourself and um I can speak of me and my husband when we um first started dating Lord was almost nine years ago um we um we one thing that my husband spoke to me about and he, 
that he said, and it has stuck with me, even on the hard days, it has stuck with me that um, he said, Tiffany, I don't bring 50% and you bring 50%. You have to bring 100% of yourself and I have to bring 100% of myself because two broken people can't be one person. It takes two whole people to become one whole unit. And I love that because he was letting me know before I can fall, fully fall in love with you, you need to fully fall in love with yourself. And what I will, for, for myself, is before I can fully fall in love with my, before I fully fell in love with myself, I fully fell in love with God. And I fully fell in love with what his purpose was for me. So I encourage anyone who is struggling with depression, with anxiety, with, you know, insecurities, trust me, I've been there. I've, I've been in all of those. Um, mental health, mental health as well. I encourage you to find a place and be real and talk to God. And I promise you, he will give you the desires of your heart because I, um, not many people know, but I was told at a young age that I wouldn't be able, you know, to bear children. And I look at my kids every day and they are the greatest blessings. But I also know that God knew the desires of my heart and that he blesses those that least expect it. Like I don't deserve any of his grace or his mercy. And here I am every day receiving it. And I'm just so grateful and I'm so thankful. Like that's amazing to know like that story and for like, and to hear you. Cause like a lot of times, you know, we don't think of that. Now when you say fall in love with God, how do you do that? Um, You have to have a, you have to have a, you know, a relationship with him and, you know, for me, that's reading my word. That is, um, you know, spending time with him. Any good relationship takes time and it takes honesty. And, you know, if me and my husband want to continue to build our empower, empire, excuse me, we have to work on it daily. We have to communicate. We have to put in the work. We have to, you know, see what works and what doesn't work. Okay. And you can't expect a full-time God when you're a part-time Christian. You have to be a full-time Christian to receive and to taste and see the goodness of God. You can't just come in when the good is good and when the bad is bad, think, oh, well, I don't need it because you need it, you know? So mm -hmm. that would be my, that's what I would say to do is just to be consistent. And it's hard. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that there's one answer that's right because there's not. You have to figure out what works for you. And, you know, I encourage people, you know, don't start out trying to pray an hour. If you can do that, that's great. But start out with 15 minutes because guess what? 15 minutes is more than what you was doing if you won't do enough. <laughs> right. You know, so just just figure out what works because guess what? God already knows and he knows the desires of your heart. And don't compare yourself with other people. Don't think that, you're going to be seasoned like sister or brother so-and-so that has been in the church for 20 years. Guess what? They may say they may know a mighty prayer, but guess what? That You don't know what they've been through. You don't know the trials and, you know, the steps that they've had, that they have endured or, you know, the tribulations, you know, the grass is not always green on the other side. And if it is, sometimes it's fake grass. So I love that. <laughs> I love that phrase. The grass is not always greener, but some, and even if it is, it might be fake. Um, yeah. Like when you hear the phrase, um, uh, the love of God, what is that? Like, what is that? Um, when I hear the love of God, I think that it carries a multitude. And I think that I'm part of that multitude. And 
I'm just honored. And I just know that he died for people like me, for people who fail every day, who, you know, have to ask for forgiveness. I ask for forgiveness several times a day. (laughs) And, you know, and I'm just thankful that the love of God reaches me when I'm unreachable, when I'm unlovable, that his love is there for me. And, you know, it's an anchor and it helps lift me up when nothing else can. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's one of those things that if you have not experienced, I would make it my goal too, because it will be your best friend. I get you. And how do you show the love of God? I think you show the love of God by being honest. People know when people are fake. And that's one thing about me. I, you know, try to be honest and try to be real with people. And I also try to show them by my actions. It's not just words, you know, um, like I said, I'm a snacker. So my love language is food. You know, I may get somebody (laughs) their favorite snack, or I may, you know, take a meal to someone who's been sick, death in the family. Um, not just, not just that stuff. Be happy for people. You can be happy for people who are doing better for yourself, who are doing better than yourself. Excuse me. Um, you being happy for them shows them, man, this person really is happy for me. And that goes a long way. I like the fact that you said that you said somebody doing better than yourself, because a lot of times we think, Oh, they, like, we may think, let me say that, that they, they should give me a handout. No, like when you hand up, you never know what you're going to get. No. And the thing is, is if you're handing out to get something in return, then guess what? God knows that. Yeah. You just just threw that blessing out the window because everything that I do is because I want to be a blessing. And because I want to be a blessing, I, in return, get blessed because you can't outgive God. And when you're giving the way that you're supposed to give, he turns it around. And guess what? When I say give, I don't mean just money. Lord, thank you that my car didn't broke down. Thank you that my washing machine is still working after 20 years. It's things like that. Thank you, God, that my kids are healthy. Thank you, God, that my husband has a job and has not been laid off in this economy, you know? So mm-hmm. it's things like that. We need to be thankful and not so quick to think that everything is a monetary thing. It's not always money. It's, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. You know, I, you know, I still got my teeth. Some people, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's small things. Some people don't even have that. Right. Like one of the, like one of the greatest things I know about you is like, you know, you are very authentic and, and showing the love of God. Like, and even sometimes like one of the things I've seen you do is even in like a tough situation, you like you like you said earlier. You stopped. And you said, "Hold on, let me think. Let me gather my thoughts. And how can we move forward with this?" And you're like, "Hey, I love you." And there's not a button behind it. Yeah. And like, I love you. And that's the thing. I think that's what we have to realize is everyone doesn't need a butt, and everyone doesn't need um, you to give them an explanation or or your thoughts. It's okay for you not to tell people your thoughts. It's okay for you not to have an opinion. It's okay for you to keep your opinion because most of the time it's not needed. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So that is that is what I have learned. Two, I got two more things like for okay. you. The first one is like, are there any final words that you would like to give anybody? My final words would be to love God and love people. When you love God, it 
it pours out, you know, it, it pours out. And that's the thing. I can't stand somebody telling me they're a Christian and they are negative Nancy. Nobody wants that negative spirit around. If you're going to be like that, don't even tell people, you know, God, because the God I know don't make me sour. He make me glad. You know what I mean? So if you're going to be like that, then don't. I, and that's the thing, I guess that really, I guess I struggle with Well, I used to struggle with is so you're trying to tell me that the God that you serve makes you a sour patch? I don't want that God. Why would somebody hey. want the God that makes me frown or the God that gossips or the God that judge or the God that is talking about me? Like, why would I want that God? I don't want your God. Definitely. That's rude. Like, like it's almost like, you know, when people get nasty food, uh-huh. It's like nobody wants that nasty food. No, right. And why and why am I gonna come and partake in something that you don't even like? <laughs> if oh, oh. you can have a smile on your face, why do I want to participate in it? The Bible says taste and see that the Lord is good, not taste and see that I want to go find another place. And if, and that is what I encourage people. I'm not say, I am not saying to church hall, not please do not misquote Tiffany. But what I am saying is if you are not getting fed where you are and you you know that then I you need to ask God for your next direction and you need to ask God to tell you where to go and it's either ask God to change you to where you can be accepted of His word and to and to be a recipient of His word or ask God to relocate you. <laughs> I love it, I love it. And like the last thing, I have never asked anybody on my podcast to do this, but because I know who you are and I know your love of God, you have a love of God and you also have a love of people. And I actually have a friend, her name is Amanda. She has a podcast called Circle Up and, uh, and her theme is loving, uh, love God, love people. Mm-hmm. And so like, but like, I've never asked anybody to do this. Will you pray for the Sam fan? Absolutely. I would be so honored. Um, and I just want to encourage you that what you're doing is making a difference. And the person that you are striving to become and that you pray for daily, God is going to bless you and God is going to increase your faith. And you're going to touch so many lives because of you being so real. And that's what people need. People don't want to see faith. People want to see, hey, I, I mess up. I do this and I do that. But at the end of the day, I'm just being me. I'm just being Sam. Take it or leave it. And that is great, you know? Thank so, you. um, Thank you. Don't forget to be you and don't forget to invest in people. So who much is given, much is required, right? Right. So, you know, I feel like that God is making us go outside of our borders and outside of our comfort zones. And that's what I'm going to pray that God will just increase your mind and your capability to be able to, you know, be into homes and to touch the homes. Okay. So God, I thank you so much for this opportunity that you have given us. God, I pray God that you would, God, I pray that the words that I have spoke today, God, that they would meet someone and that they would be taken in and absorbed. God, I pray God that you would, God, bless God, this podcast. God, I pray God for the listeners. God, I pray God that you would direct their paths. I pray for a hedge of protection. God, I pray God that you would impact us to show the love of God everywhere that we go. God, I pray God that we couldn't just talk the talk, but we could be about it, God. And I pray God that before that before we are so quick to judge that we stop and we think what would you do what would you say and we would show grace god and i pray god before god that we become so so invested and so entitled god i pray god that you would remind us that we 
need you and that we all need the love of God. And I pray, God, that you would give us the direct paths. And I pray that you would show us, God, to love you, God. And I pray that our relationships will become deeper and stronger. And I pray that we can encourage people. But mostly, God, I pray that we all strive to be a better Christian. God, let us be the church. Let us not depend on other people, but let us walk and talk like you would have us to do. In your name, amen. Sam, thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. I'm praying for you. I love you. And I hope that every desire that you will get. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tiffany. I, I appreciate you. Wow, Sam fam. Was that not amazing to hear the conversation between me and Tiffany? It's just an amazing experience. 16 years and counting as friends. And, you know, we've encountered a lot of great and not so great things, but we're still here together and we're able to move forward. I don't talk about religion a lot of times. And like a few people that you'll see um, coming up here will speak of religion. But guess what, y'all? I want you to take some of these principles and make them yours. I'm not try trying to convert you to be a Christian. But what I am trying to do is help you have a, a better life. Because you know what? The impact that they had had an influence on my life. And I'm trying to share that impact with you. So don't forget, your impact has an influence. So I dare you to go out and try to change one person's life this week. All right. I love you guys. Talk to you next time.